Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show back at it again for another episode, episode number 87, an episode that promises to uh, hmm. be extremely good uh, at hockey. I don't know. I can't think of anyone who wears 87. Um, uh, it's my birth year, so like... It's kind of a number that means something to yeah, me. Yeah, I guess we could go. But yeah. I don't think there's any other one out there. There's no, like, big names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I so. kind of ruined the joke earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were going to go. Yeah. Oh, Donald Brashear. Yeah, he would be. Yeah, oh, I saw, him, I, I saw him on a Dragon's Den episode recently. Re- oh. Yeah. So that's well, it was like an true. old Dragon's Den episode that I watched recently. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, but what was he promoting? Was uh, it like a affordable concussion no, protection no. helmet? It was affordable hockey sticks, like like uh, okay. like nice hockey sticks, but they were like I mean affordable, <laughs> but they weren't like three hundred dollars. I think they were like one hundred and twenty five dollars. He something. wasn't one of those guys who was attached to that thing where it was like the bubble helmet. No. No, 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 concussions or no. so. But the dragon, one of the dragons, uh, funded it. So. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Well, only three players have worn eighty seven. Boys, Donald Brashear, Sidney Crosby. Who is the third? Uh, there's a couple actually. Uh, Pierre Turgeon. Well, no, you weren't supposed to look it up, you dumb shit. Well, I You're already, supposed to be a I already tr- did. Oh, fuck. But the, you, there's there's two more also. Okay, oh. give, give us some hints here. Uh, one of them is uh, a uh, Edmonton Oilers draft pick, big defenseman who played for the Vancouver Giants. David Musil? Yes. Yeah. And the other one is uh, plays for the Washington Capitals, apparently. I I don't know. Oh, uh, Nate Schmidt. No. no, he's 88, I think. Oh. No, the vi- uh, a very Irish Liam name. O'Brien. That oh. would be the one. Yeah. Nice. There yeah. you go. He, I think he actually might be... I remember there was a big deal when he made... Because he made the team at the beginning of last season. I think he played a couple games. and there, He might actually be Irish. Yeah. Like Because he, he's, he's a redhead, too, I think. Well, then he must only, be. Only he was a redhead named Liam O'Brien. He was born right. in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Oh, Close So enough. the Ireland of Canada. Yeah. So we've covered all of our 87 bases. Yeah. Uh, Justin Morissette with you, and with me once again, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. And uh, John, you're feeling pretty good today. I, I feel great today. I feel, uh, I feel very good. The Leafs have won the last two games of the series, including one today that we all watched together. I and feel good. Uh, I'm getting like a contact high almost. Thank you. Because yeah. it's like hockey's been so miserable for us that like just seeing someone else happy about it. And like, buddy, I've been miserable for so long. You know, it's just like I just keep waiting for something to go wrong, but nothing is going wrong. I mean, it's so game far. three. It so. is game three. We could very easily still lose, and I do expect us still to lose. By the time you listen to this episode, they may have been knocked out of the playoffs. Well, I mean, it's if possible. That's, I mean, if that's the case, then you have you have to admit that it is possible. I mean, it certainly is possible. Yes, yes. with with you editing it, anything is possible. <laughs> I <laughs> no, just I'm mean just joking. We're <laughs> people who listen to these things I two know. years after the fact. Oh, is that what you mean? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, at least may have won a cup by then. Yeah, so. that's possible. That's too. also possible. Yeah, but yeah, that I would see, be. Great. I'm willing to admit that. Yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll see. I, I refuse to admit anything. I won't. I won't. I, like you guys will know, even when they were close to making the playoffs, I refused to admit that they were going to make it, and uh, and they very yeah. nearly. They are, that exactly. Away, that's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. So I just, when it comes to the Leafs, I'm, I don't believe anything until it's done. But these last two games, 
Whoa, pardon me. These last two games have been phenomenal. You're coming down off the high. I right am. Now. I'm. It is. It's very emotional because I. I, I don't think it's okay uh, if we lose. Obviously, I think we're we are already performing above expectations. So it's okay if we don't win. But the fact that we're playing so well definitely raises our hopes a little bit. Yeah. Um. And of course, it is playoffs it is playoffs uh and if you were in toronto i'm sure you'd love to buy tickets i would love to buy tickets to, yeah i've always said if the leafs make the stanley cup final i'll be there and and where would you buy those tickets john well i mean i think you could buy them on an app that we like to call seat geek yeah, absolutely that's the name could. of the app yeah so. that's why we like to call it that because right but it is the name of the yeah i know because yeah, yeah so that's why we would call it that <laughs> because it's the name because that is its name like i call you stefan yeah right it, do you like name. to call me stefan though yeah, you look like a Stefan yeah. to me. Okay. I'll, yeah. Okay. You're like yeah. a Stefan. I don't dislike you, calling you Stefan. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, see, that makes more It's like you're, a neutral thing. You're right? Stefan. Like, if you were like an asshole, you'd be a Brad. You have a Brad face, but only if you were a jerk, but you're not. Like, oh, I've got the Marchand kind of like angular rat face thing going on. That's I more mean, of I like a Galutzen sort of deal, I think. Oh, uh, I proved or, that tonight. Galutzen, yeah. however you fucking say I it. I finally... Uh, Galu- Galutzen sounds way better. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Just a big old Galut. Galut- Gal- yeah, Galutzen <laughs> sounds like it would have been the name of like one of Encyclopedia Brown's foes. <laughs> one of the bullies. Yeah, one of the yeah. bullies. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Beat the that's shit Jimmy out of Encyclopedia Galutzen. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, but I don't know if you've noticed this before. Uh, but buying tickets to sports and <laughs> concerts can be way too complicated. It can be. But there is a better, simpler way to buy. There is. With SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events with SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience. You can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for great value, especially important here in the playoffs, of course. Well, not here specifically. Well, not here. Other cities. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's playoffs happening in numerous cities I believe there are. where we have Listeners. Yeah, just not not here in Vancouver. We all have the SeatGeek app on our phone. We do indeed, and it is by far the easiest way that we've found to shop for tickets. We can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, you can conveniently and instantly find seats. And I actually have looked uh, recently at maybe buying some tickets to a Whitecaps game, but I'm sure I know someone who has tickets that I could just borrow. Uh, well, I, d- I don't know if borrow is you the can't correct borrow. verb. It's not like you're going to give them back. <laughs> Maybe I will halfway through. But yes, <laughs> if I do have someone that can't make a Whitecaps game, Justin, I will invite you. Okay, well, a SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. They save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, they grade every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase you make is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence, knowing that the seat you buy is the one you will be sitting in. You will not be turned away at the door like you might be if you were to shop on some other rival app that I won't even mention because it makes me sick to my stomach. Shit hub. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and best of all, of course, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek, the SeatGeek app and enter promo code REALGOOD today. Once again, that's promo code REALGOOD for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And if you're out there buying tickets to playoff games, I have to say, I do envy you. 
because uh, yeah, your team sucks. Yeah, man. I don't think I'll I, be doing that. I no, man. Like soon. I've I've literally got to the like. It's so nice just watching stress free hot like not caring about my team winning. I it kicks ass after twenty years of cheering cheering for them to win and getting nothing from it. This is way way just better. being able to watch. I just the sport don't care. I, like apathy, apathy fucing rocks. Having an I mean it doesn't. Apathy is apathy is okay. An appreciation for the sport itself as opposed to a rooting interest for any team. Yeah, because every time I root for the Canucks, they they fuck me over. So I've already I've already said well they're picking fifth this year. They're not going to win the lottery, so that's fine by me. I'm happy with that. Like they're they're going to be bad next year. They probably won't fire Benning for three years knowing my luck and they're going to be bad forever and they're never going to win a cup while I'm alive so, so I'm, I'm fine with it are you going to abstain from picking uh, even like a favorite team that you might want to win the cup just because picking them might doom them to lose given your track record of rooting for teams yeah I mean I would I would probably choose Nashville I mean it's San Jose I guess because uh, of the first round pick but you can see what happens when the city of Vancouver gets behind a hockey team right yes so San Jose's losing the se- they might win the series they're losing the series right now and all um, I wanted was for Nashville to complete the sweep of Chicago they might it's, a, it's 2-1 in the clean, game right now a clean shutout sweep oh I see and yeah. we've already blown that so yeah. that's not happening yeah as soon as I said it out loud, basically. Yeah. It, but it, no, I, I seriously do mean it, it when I like unglued. having a team that's so bad that you have no hope is so much better than having hope and having it having it taken away from you. That's how I've watched the playoffs for the last few years. For the last Oh, I know. We're years. kind of in the reverse situation here. Yeah. No, it is funny actually like listening to you say exact things that have come out of my mouth yeah. within the last like Yeah, I feel like you years. said that on this show yeah. probably yeah. last year, year during yep. the playoffs. Because yeah. the having, Leafs were insanely bad last year. Yeah. But I think I also told you as well, even back then, I, I predicted this. Before the Canucks got like really bad, I was like, I would much, like having hope is the worst thing you can have as a sports fan. Right. Hope, hope is just Because then the, you can get it crushed. And, I and think, it, always, it almost always gets crushed. And I think being a Leafs fan, I've learned to not have any. I mean, that's the thing though, right? Like with, with 2011, it's like you couldn't help but have hope. And if, if the Leafs made the finals, you would have hope. Obviously. Oh yeah, of course they, I would. Of course I would. I'm already starting to have hope just because they're up 2-1 exactly, against Washington. Yeah. So it's, and I'm t- it's just the absolute, I'm, I'm just so, I'm actually, I'm coming to terms with it. And I'm so glad that the Canucks are just completely hopeless and will be for like the next seven or eight years. Oh yeah, I, I had a realization earlier this week about just how dire and hopeless they really are. Yeah. Because remember in like, I want to say maybe 2007-ish. Yeah. At the trade deadline, they dealt Matt Cook. For Matt Pettinger? To, yes, for yeah. Pettinger. And and everyone was like, oh, well, you know, he scored 20 goals in Washington, <laughs> but that's a garbage team, and, like, there's so many minutes to go around. Like, you know, a guy like that who doesn't deserve to play in the top six is going to get so many minutes that like of course he'll get 20 goals of course he'll get 40 points anyone playing that amount of minutes on a team like that like somebody has to get those points yeah and in this case it was matt pettinger yeah aka granland yeah yeah uh but brandon sutter played first line minutes on a terrible team in vancouver all season long basically yeah and he did not get 20 goals he did not get 40 (laughs) points he is not as good as matt pettinger that's what I realized earlier this week. So things are going great yeah. in Vancouver. <laughs> He's a foundational piece. Oh, of course. Can never let him go. Oh, no. God. Let's thank some donors. Yes. Sure. 
Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money. That we know. That, that we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All, all your names. names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck, Fuck your, your parents. parents. Who do we have to thank this week, Jim? Okay, well, we've got three people to thank. We can thank Logan Maine, uh, who pledged $5 uh, to the show. Thank you, Logan. Thank you, Logan. We can thank Eric Osbeck. I really liked your film recently. Yes. Well, uh, I was going to say I was going to say if there was like an Overwatch style game where you played as X-Men, you could you could be the like, Logan "Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I main Logan." You know, you people say like I main Hanzo, I main like yeah, the kid. Yeah, yeah. I'd be anyway. That was the fucking nerdiest joke I've ever made. Uh, next <laughs> was a good movie. Eric Osbeck edited his pledge from eight to ten dollars, perhaps because we made an announcement. We made an announcement, and so for those of you that do not follow along on the Facebook group or on Twitter, uh, we are going to be having another live show, and uh, we kind of we noticed last show. Obviously, we had a few people come from out of town. Obviously, we had people come from the United States that got on a plane, but we had people come up from Seattle, come over from Calgary, come from Alberta, yeah, Alberta. So the island, the island. So we wanted to try to you know make it a little bit a more of an event if people wanted to come yeah. to the come to the show. So so we've decided to do our, our first ever real good weekend. So on on Friday, June sixteenth, we're gonna be doing a live podcast recording at the Hive. Uh, social space in and Vancouver. That, that's it's in like the, our NXT takeover. Yes, it's in the new Woodward's <laughs> building. And then on Saturday is our uh, little league team, the Real Good Jokers. It's their championship day. So hopefully they'll be in the finals. But if not, it'll be the last game of their season. So uh, hopefully everybody will come out and cheer them on. And, and then that, on that's like SummerSlam. Yeah. And then on Saturday night, uh, we're going to have a real good show and friends uh, comedy show. So it's going to be stand up and sketch. And we've got a few more comedians to announce, but so far it'll be uh, myself and Chris James and uh, Tom Hill and Devin McKenzie from Hip Bang doing some sketch and Alex Sparling, who we've yet to have on the show, but he will be a guest on this show very yeah. soon. Uh, we'll all be doing the show and Justin and Stefan are going to be hosting it. And uh, we're going to add some more guests as we go along. And uh, so it should be great. And that's like the Monday Night Raw. Of and that is the Monday <laughs> yes. Night Raw. Exactly. <laughs> so I get all so these references. So it should be a great and very fun <laughs> weekend. So uh, hopefully you can join us. That's Friday, June 16th and Saturday, June 17th here in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia, and you may not sleep on my couch, but Justin might be fine with it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I might not have a home at that point. Okay, well, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, Peter Toe uh, pledged $5, so thank you to Peter. Thank yeah, you. Peter. Thank you. So that's, uh, that's who we have to thank this week, and uh, for those of you that are not donating to the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash real good show you'll get uh if you donate ten dollars you'll get into all the real good weekend shows for free uh and uh, obviously you get access to all of our bonus content so yeah and there's a mailbag episode that should be out like right as you're listening to this basically beautiful yeah. uh we also got a package in the mail we did this week uh which came to us from i believe he is currently the Twitter mailbag. He is. Uh, Fruits point are leader. edible. Yeah. He is the point leader. Yes. Fruits, Fruits are, are edible. edible. He wrote in to say, hey, boys, thought I'd share some home-brewed beer I made. One is a Lambic brewed over two years ago, so I hope you like sour beers. The other is a rye saison finished with Brett brewed last summer. And because John does not drink, he also included uh, three packs of American Gladiator cards. And yes, we've opened I, all this already. I did open the cards, and they're all great. So thank you to... They come with gum. 
Uh, no. no. Maybe no, Fruits Are Edible should tell us his name so yeah. then we don't ha- we can stop calling him Fruit I Are mean, Edible. I mean, I'm sure his name was somewhere on the package. Oh, okay. But, but uh, you ripped it up. It says here it's uh, Checklist 2. Yes, uh, that's uh, <laughs> the first American Gladiator. Player. I'm very curious to know what this uh, homebrewed beer tastes like. Well, we can try this because yeah. we're going to do the Doug Lorman card opening thing yeah, yeah. where we eat As the gum. Video. So we can try the beer. Not that I'm comparing this beer to... 25-year-old gum. gum. Well, it's two-year-old beer. But I think so. it's like supposed to be. But it's a sour. Sours yeah, get like better with be, age. It's meant to be old. I mean, I don't know if I, that's true. I mean, like, think of your sour feelings about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Have they not gotten better with age? I mean, I guess, but that's also not really the Leafs sour totally anymore. changed. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, so. sours also totally change in the bottle as they age. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. If he actually brewed it two years ago and he just been have it, he just had it for two years and then he sent it to you guys, it's pretty nice. He had to get super creative to sneak it over the border, too, because they will not let you send alcohol. Without taxing beer. it. Yeah. Uh, because we had a listener down in Austin, Texas, who tried yeah. to send True. some beer to me uh, last year and was not successful in doing so. What he said on the content description of the package, he said it was some yeast samples that he was sending. Well, He's Which not is wrong. he's not wrong at all. Yeah, yeah. I was really nervous. It was going to be more Vegemite, though. Please, <laughs> no true. more yeah. Vegemite. Yeah, no more of that. Yeah. But thank uh, you very much. So yeah, so thank you for that. And uh, and speaking of the Leafs, last week we were going to have on, uh, we were going to have on a, a member of Billy Talon on the show to talk about the Leafs, and that didn't quite work out. But we got him this week. He just got back. Game three. Uh, so let's go to that interview. Now, because we obviously didn't record it before. No, the show absolutely or not. Like he just stepped off the subway, and it's time for <laughs> Johnny Gallant of Billy Talent. All right, pleased to be joined right now by John Gallant of Billy Talent, who not only is joining us on a real good show here this evening, but was actually at the Maple Leafs game tonight and got to witness it all firsthand. John, first of all, uh, welcome to the show, and thank you for doing this. Thank you very much. I haven't had a chance to look at any kind of highlights or anything. I literally just walked off the subway, and you guys are talking to me now. Well, who needs highlights when you were there? I mean, I was watching <laughs> it on my couch, and I was stressed out pretty hard. Were you? Was it? Uh, would Would you say that you were more uh, nervous being in the building, or like less nervous but just like more excited? that's actually a good question because at home I'm a wreck when I'm watching on the couch and uh, I was right into it and uh, maybe the atmosphere or whatever, but I was, it was more excitement than nervousness. And the fact that the overtime happened so fast, uh, it was, that, that was kind of a bizarre thing too. Cause I was just kind of all prepared to settle in for 20 minutes or, you know, however long, two overtimes bring, again. Bring and then all of a sudden it was over all night. Yeah. And everybody was just going, wild it was it was just a great thing yeah i'm very jealous of you i've been a leafs fan my entire life i'm originally from ontario and uh so i'm out here i'm marooned in vancouver Uh, that's tough it is (laughs) tough it is tough it is tough especially considering how bad the hockey fans are out here but it is nice to have a leafs fan on the show i would say i would say it's tougher being a canucks fan in vancouver than being a leafs fan in vancouver (laughs) that's true i don't know man So we've recorded we've recorded uh, three of our records at West, and uh, when four o'clock would roll around, I would always go down to I'd go to the Shark Club because that was the only place I know that would always be playing sports to watch Leaf games, and uh, I would be one of maybe like eight people in the bar at four o'clock in the afternoon, and people would rag on me for being a Leaf fan, and the hate was just absolutely. 
it, it was just shocking to me because living in Toronto as a naive uh, young 20-something-year-old guy, uh, I always cheered for the Canucks too. And then I went over there and everybody was just hated on the Leafs. And now I have a hard time cheering for the Canucks. I've been scorned. I definitely would never cheer for the Canucks in my entire life, no matter what happened. Uh, <laughs> so I agree with you completely. Now, did you ever find like, because I think this has got to be a bit of a weird thing for you, because obviously your band is is hugely successful, especially in Canada. Like, so did you ever feel like when guys were giving you the business, especially if it got really bad, were you did you ever like pull out the the Billy Talent card or not, or just even in your own head, like you probably like my band, like shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, what, in terms of uh, people ragging on me for being a Leafs fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like if just people were giving you yeah. shit in a Vancouver bar. Like it, you it, you oh, would have to assume nah. like just, you know, being like, ah, oh, come on, man. Like you pro- like realistically, you probably own at least one of my band's records. <laughs> you know, all that, that, that may be the case or whatever, but that won't change their opinion on me being a Leafs fan. <laughs> those, those, peop- those people who hate the Leafs just, they'll... They don't give a shit. They'll they'll just keep going. <laughs> well, I'm I'm kind of curious because we had uh, Kyle Wellwood on our show last year, and he talked about the fact that you know uh, being a, a young Maple Leaf uh, ten to 12 years ago or what have you, uh, you know, going out to the bars at night, you would cross paths with a bunch of the guys in the music scene in Toronto as well because it's you know. Not not the it's a big city, but it's still like a small world to be a famous person. And you you'd rub shoulders with, you know, people in bands, actors, and whatnot. Uh, so you know, did did you have any experiences in Toronto, like uh, bumping shoulders with some Leafs? Were you friends with some guys from those teams back then? I um, I, I made friends with a, a few Leafs actually. I met Anton Strawman. At IKEA, ironically, <laughs> um, and we became friends, and our kids were hanging out and everything like that. And uh, he got traded, and that was that was a bummer. And, but we're still friends, and uh, we went to see ACDC and everything like that at, in Toronto. Oh, and uh, and then a couple years later, I got to know uh, Mark Fraser and, and Mike Koska, who were kind of like in and out of the Leafs, Leafs lineup for a couple years. And uh, those guys, I, I still kind of keep. Every once in a while, I'll keep in touch with Mark Frazier. But there was one when he was on the Leafs. There was one night where uh, I had gotten tickets to see them play Philly, and they had a couple of days off uh, after the, after that game. And I had texted him saying, "Are you doing anything tonight?" Because uh, I'm at the game. He's like, "Yeah, we're all going out. You gotta come." And uh, so I ended up at the Thompson Hotel with all of the Leafs, and uh, it was pretty. It was pretty rad. Um, you know that the the scene around the Leafs is pretty intense. Like <laughs> the people and and the women and everybody. Like it's like wow, that is a whole different level. That's like rock and roll times a hundred. Hundred. <laughs> Wait, you <laughs> and, mean there are women that are like interested in being around the Leafs players? I find that hard to believe, John. Well, you know when you're in the rock scene, you you, you meet rock and roll girls, and then when you when you're when you see the athlete girl scene. Like those girls are all, it's a different type of girl than the rock and roll girl. It's a, it's a weird thing. Anyway, so that, that was all happening. So I'm having the time of life hanging out with all these, these Leafs. And, and uh, so the night carries on and I, I have kids myself. So staying up late on a weekday is, is kind of tough, but you know, I'm making it happen because this is pretty cool. And uh, three o'clock rolls around. I've had way too many drinks, 
And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, we're going to Phil Kessel's house. <laughs> They're like, I can't go to Phil Kessel's house. I can't do it. And uh, my production manager, Matt, who was with me, and Ian, our guitar player, uh, I had three tickets, so I, us, us three went to the, uh, to the show. And then we were all in the cab, and I was in the cab with Mark Frazier from the Leafs, and then the guys that I was with, Matt and Ian. And I'm like, I can't go to Phil Kessel's, guys. I'm not going to make it. And uh, they're like, <laughs> Matt's like, you're going to regret this, Johnny. You're going to regret this. And then as the cab was driving away, I don't really remember this because I had fallen asleep in the cab ride home. They told them, told me to, they, they gave Matt my address and or Matt gave the cab driver my address and sent me home. And uh, he said, I rolled down the windows and, and yelled, I'm regretting this already. <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> Did you ever hear back from Ian and Matt about uh, Phil Kessel's Oh, yeah, house? yeah. They, they went to Phil Kessel's. They had a great time. There was, there was a hot tub. There was, like, they had a, the time of their lives, but they were there until 4 o'clock in the morning. And I was up at, as a good dad would be, at 7 o'clock in the morning, smelling like a brewery, <laughs> taking my kids <laughs> to uh, school. Well, you're a you're a family man now, and I guess you would have been a family man at the time then, also. But uh, it's a it's a it's a younger team these days in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Are are your days of uh, rubbing shoulders with Maple Leafs in bars at night uh, passing you by? Do you feel like? I think I think they may have. I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, this new generation of Leafs isn't listening to Billy Talent. Maybe. So, but like, we'll, we'll maybe, see. <laughs> maybe the younger crop of Toronto bands though is out there. Like, like the guys from Pop are partying with Austin Matthews. You know, I saw there. actually, uh, I saw Adam from uh, Three Days Grace or St. Estonia. He was sitting behind me too. It was a big Toronto scene there today. Nice. Well, and you, so you were sitting right near the most famous Leafs fan in the world right now, the Leafs dart guy. That guy's a sellout. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't even put the dart in his mouth anymore because they, they gave him all these free tickets on the stipulation that he can't advertise that he's a smoker <laughs> is that did he tell you so that the whole, the whole night everybody was yelling where's the smokes where's the smokes and like he, he just and then people started trolling him and calling him butt man instead of dark man <laughs> <laughs> wow the the crowd turned on dark guy in a hurry yeah they did oh dark guy sorry yeah not not, not dark man oh it's all good yeah but that's crazy <laughs> because uh yeah obviously he's been the the toast of twitter for the last few days and, well, he's a good, uh, luck good luck term now. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I guess he's got to be at every game now. But uh, that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty funny that they gave him tickets, but told him he couldn't he couldn't <laughs> throw the dart in. Like that must suck for him. You know, he doesn't care. Like he's just trying. Oh, his, he's just a blue collar guy, just trying his best. And the Leafs are like, "Yeah, we're taking away your gimmick, pal." Well, it's like taking away Carrot Top's props, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shaving his head. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, yeah, that's true. But you know, good for him. He's had that, that's a pretty cool fifteen minutes of fame. And if he gets out, like imagine if they go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh and man, he gets out, like this oh, yeah. free ride. There was a somebody was holding up a giant, um, like Bristol board cut out picture of him today at the end. He didn't even know it was in the crowd, and everybody's like, "Hey, dark guy, dark guy, look, look!" <laughs> and then he looks over, and there's a guy holding up. And, and I, I got up on the or when I was coming on the subway on the way home, two guys had dark guy T-shirts on. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah, we saw Simpsons, man. We saw a picture of Buck Martinez holding the dark guy like Bristol board cutout. And yeah, then, and then there was another photo of Buck with dark guy. Oh, drinking yeah, beers yeah, yeah, yeah. in the crowd. He, uh, I had gone to the bathroom. I came back, and the and my friend who took me to the to the game 
She goes, yeah, there was some gray-haired guy here. It was a really big deal. Like, I don't know. She showed me the picture. I'm like, that's Puck Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, who's that? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> nice. That's pretty awesome story. She didn't story. even wear blue to the game. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Wow. She's got to get it together. I don't know who this is, but she's got to I was going to uh, blame the, if they lost, it would have all been her fault. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, what do you think now? Uh, you know, obviously going into the series, Washington heavy favorites. How are you feeling now? Because I have to be honest with you. Uh, it sort of seems like there is a possibility we might somehow win. Um, I, I don't I think going into the playoffs, if I was any other team, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wanted to face the Leafs. Like if you think about their season, they had the, the first 10 games was a real struggle for them. And, and like, they were all new. Everybody was new and, uh, they pulled it together and they were a really, really solid team for most of the season. They had a little, a little a stretch, uh, about th- th- the three quarter mark where Carrick got hurt and the team kind of slumped. And then when he came back, actually everything just kind of settled back into place and they've been on a tear. And I think they're a super strong team. Um, and I, I don't know, you know, you, you got your a really good goalie. You got a super like talented forward group and the, the defense isn't that strong. But when you got the other elements, you know, that's a pretty dangerous team. They're just so fast. Yeah. It's yeah. terrifying as a Canuck. Like why well, I'm a season ticket holder with the Canucks and I watched basically every game this season and it was just miserable. And watching them just complete passes on the power play is just so foreign to me, and I love it. <laughs> well, it's not that foreign. You guys had a pretty good team a few years ago. Oh, I mean, um, these last two years have, have seemed like a decade. So Yeah, that's tough, and I, I totally can relate because <laughs> that's last season with the Leafs was just like extremely hard to watch. they just lose every game. They just didn't have any talent. But I don't know what the, the Canucks are in the jam because – you want the the Sedins are just keeping the team just good enough to be not bad enough. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be horrendous next year. It'll be the Sedins last year, but it's just it's so I, I'm I can't help but cheer for Toronto because of the way they rebuilt and they're just the players are just so much fun to watch. It is a really cool story. Next year, everybody will be hating on them though. Oh yeah, it'll it'll wear off after a year or so. Yeah, <laughs> we just have to win one round here, and then we'll yeah. be like, "Oh, we're sick yeah. of this again." Yeah, yeah it has Lee been fan, really. Leaf fans are so obnoxious. That's <laughs> oh, what totally. Say. That's been the weirdest thing for me because, like you, like you said, you experienced it firsthand. Like being a Leafs fan in Vancouver is not easy, and people definitely. Uh, complain a lot about all the coverage the Leafs get and all that kind of stuff from the media and like it's been very weird for me as a Leafs fan to have people actually be into the Leafs like and genuinely into them like saying that they love watching them play they hope they win like this is nothing I've ever gone through in my entire fandom as a as a Leafs guy here in Vancouver yeah, it's pretty weird. There was a little bit I, I do remember a little bit of that happening too during the the playoff run um, and the lockout season there where people wanted the Leafs to beat the Bruins because the Bruins had just won a Stanley Cup and yeah. the Leafs were so bad for so long that there was this weird kind of love that they were getting. But that was so sh- that was such a short-lived moment. And then there was that collapse that just kind of like, you just want to forget about it all. Yeah, I think because they're underdogs now. Like, they won't be underdogs next year. No. Yeah. 
And I mean, I don't know the exact timeline of when you were recording albums out here on the West Coast, but I, I would imagine those were probably some pretty lean years for the Maple Leafs also. Yeah, uh, 2003 was the first first record, so that there, there might have been, been probably the tail end of the Sundin. That was like times. the Owen Nolan era. Yeah, yeah. well, and that, those were those were those were good times because even like as much as that stuff didn't work out, like they were they made a good go at it. I remember being so excited when we got Owen Nolan, Brian Leach at the trade deadline, and Gilmore, and when you thought, oh wow, we're gonna make a run for it, and then everything just went wrong. Yeah, well, I think too, it was like it was pretty awesome because uh, we kept beating Ottawa. So like even yeah. if nothing else was happening, we'd go into the playoffs and just beat Ottawa, and that was yeah, awesome that, every time. That, that was pretty fun. I thought it was going to happen again this year. I know. Oh, I wanted it so bad for sure. Yeah, for sure. We got robbed of like both of the provincial matchups, and it's just like the playoffs yeah. have still been really good. They're still like the series are all great in the first round so far. But yeah. like I can only imagine the level of intensity because like. This, Calgary the, and Edmonton would have been great. Oh, that's what I was hoping for. The coverage and the hype around this Toronto-Washington series is already so insane. But if you threw in, like, the Canadian-provincial rivalry on top of it, like, my goodness. <sighs> I know. Well, maybe next year. Maybe next round. Yeah. Maybe, well, I, I don't I, Somebody told me that if the Leafs win, they'll, they'll be facing Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. That's true, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't looked farther ahead to be honest that is true <laughs> if they win they will face the winner of the pittsburgh columbus series so you would right. have to face ottawa in the conference final well there that's perfect yeah and then edmonton uh, in the final <laughs> <laughs> that all sounds great yeah it sounds good to me absolutely just getting a little bit you know, ahead of ourselves here just a everything little bit. is everything is house money at this point though like it's uh for leaf fans anyway Oh, totally, and especially with how bad we've been for so long. It's cool not only to have a good team, but a team that's fun to watch. It's just been outstanding. Oh, man. I'm I'm in heaven. It's just like, you know, we've also never had one of those players that are going to be, like Matthews is going to be top two. He's going to be the top in the top five of players for the rest of his career. And the Leafs have never, in their whole entire history, have never had a player at that level. No. Yeah, like even Sundin would probably be like top 20. Yeah, top 10. He would have been top 10 at his best. Like bottom end of top 10. He had a couple of good years where he was in the best, but we're going to have a guy for his whole career that's going to be one of the best players in the league. And the the Leafs have never ever had that, so that's super exciting. And then to add all the compliments around it with Marner and, and Nylander and and like guys like Brown or are, are those guys are going to be the hosts of the team, you know. If if, they're, if there's going to be comparisons to the Blackhawks, like you've heard. But. Well, I was saying earlier that Kapanen's like your sixth best young player or something, which is insane. Yeah, yeah, he's playing really well. I I really feel he should be on the first line instead of Hyman. Yeah, I agree, but uh, Babcock just has a real thing for Hyman. <laughs> he really does. He really, really does. <laughs> a real does. good thing. Yeah, he thinks it's... Uh, I well, like that... your show in- intro, by the way. That That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> real good game. Real good. Real, real good. good. Real good. Uh, I'm just loving the fact that, like... All Leafs fans seem to know in the back of their mind that like they're you're playing with house money, like you said there, John. Yeah. But, like you f- you forget it 
while the games are happening. Like, I'm really enjoying watching people lose their shit and just be, like, the most stressed out that they could possibly be. When, like, you you know, you have to know that, like, even if you got swept, this is still a success, basically. He's talking about yeah, me. It, Justin's it, talking it about watching good. me watch the game. You're not That's the only one, though. You're not alone. <laughs> yeah, because it's hard. And I agree totally. Sorry to cut you off, John. I just it, it was just funny because, yeah, Justin was here to watch the game tonight. And it is true. Like, in the back of my mind, I definitely know we're playing with house money. But the way the first few games have gone, you just got that belief of, like, holy shit, we might do it, and it gets you into the games. It's okay yeah, if we it's don't. It's so true. It's okay if we don't. But it just, it's so, it's been so exciting. You're already guaranteed the 64,000, but you could also win the million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you it's know, it's, it's so funny because, like, yeah, I'm so accustomed to being hurt and, and by the Leafs and just, like, shock, shockingly hurt. Like, like, out of nowhere hurt. Yeah. They've done it to us so many times. And I keep on waiting for that to happen. It's coming. It's coming around the corner. And uh, and now I'm at, I'm past the point where like I'm just elated. I'm, the, if they lost this series four two, I'm like man they they did so good and we have so much to build on. But there was that moment just before the season, like when they were that clinching game in Pittsburgh, when Anderson all of a sudden got hurt, and then the own goal on uh, Gardner. Do you remember that game where he kicked oh, it yeah. in? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's happening. Like they're not they're not going to win out. They're not going to get a point and. The collapse is happening with three games left after all this, and you're just so accustomed to this pain that you know you just it's it's just such a good feeling to be beyond that. Yeah, you could see I feel on, like that's on, broken. That curse curse is broken somehow. Just on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, like any Leafs fan that I'm I'm friends with or I follow was just like, oh boy, here we go again. Like Man. it's and 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 once you get past that, you know. It's uh, it seems like a different team. Yeah, it it really does seem like a different team. I think that there's just these well these superstar kids that we got. They're used to winning. Yeah. Has any of your sports pain uh, found its way into your music? Would you think? <laughs> well, when we wrote "Fallen Leaves," the leaves ne- uh, the leaves never got into the playoffs until that uh, lockout season. <laughs> <laughs> So it was all your fault, basically. Uh, I should actually be uh, yeah. really angry at you. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember actually hearing it at like Canucks games and stuff when they'd be playing the Leafs. Like, oh, that that didn't work out very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So we have a we have a couple of people that uh, wrote in some questions to the show. Maybe we'll just uh, get you to answer these real quick, and then we'll let you go. Um, this was a good one uh, from Stephanie D because um, I'm guessing that Chris from Propagandy is also a huge Leafs fan, and so she asks if you have any shared Leafs fan moments with him. No, I've never met him. Oh, okay, cool, great question. And then, the, uh, <laughs> and then the uh, next question is: Do you think you could murder someone with Ian's hair? Uh, I could probably murder Ian. For taking too long to do his hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's got to be. I mean, that's still. You know, you guys have been a band for quite some time now. That's every night. It just. Well, yeah, actually, I've. uh, He 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 broke me down. He wore me down. I I don't even. I just expect that there's an extra fifteen minutes of hair time. (laughs) 
Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming on the show, John. That was really great. And um, I'm very excited for what the rest of the playoffs have in store for our beautiful boys. Yeah, me too. Well, we'll have to get uh, get back connected again. after Maybe not after a Leaf game. My thoughts will be a little bit more uh, coherent because I don't drink too much, but I had a few pints at the game. Oh, it's all <laughs> good. Very understandable. No, no, you did great. And yeah, anytime you're in Vancouver, we'd love to have you in studio for sure. Glad to catch you while the emotion is still raw. And uh, yeah. we'll let you get back to your kids. Oh, and I apologize about the, about the other night. I was uh, I set my alarm, but that... that that West Coast time. Uh, don't worry about it. This is better because it's right after the <laughs> overtime game. Yeah, even better yeah. to have you on yeah. after some, right. some good news instead of just being poised to watch something mysterious that we don't know <laughs> what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out great. Thanks good, a lot, man. John. All right, dudes. Thanks, John. Have a good Police night. Go. Yep. Yeah, you bet. stuff right there i loved it not at all pre-recorded no no we would never pre-record anything and uh we always do everything live yeah i mean it's crazy how he knew everything that would happen in the game considering we taped it yesterday but yeah in any case (laughs) oh okay so you went even further back yeah yeah he's doing it he's doing a real a real bit a real good bit a real good bit an an rgb as we have some real good clips we do have some real good clips this week is that what we're moving on to now sure yeah Yeah, we can do whatever we want yeah I don't see why not. Okay. So uh, we the first one is a short clip, yeah. and, and uh, because it pertains to hockey, and hockey is our national sport, this is actually an episode of Loonies. Toonies. And Quipper uh, Roonies. I'm usually the one who says I that. I know. Well, yeah. that's what threw me off. I was yeah. like, I say Toonies, and I Yeah, you so forgot the last word. Well, no, I was just, I kind of halfway through saying Quipper. I know the word. It's Quipper Roonies. You were like. Halfway through, like at the R part. I yeah. was like, I say Toonies. You almost stopped yeah. and were like. Uh, live? Yeah. Well, line? no, no, but I mean, I knew. Anyway, uh, Clipperoonies. <laughs> so this comes from the Pittsburgh and Columbus uh, Blue Jackets game three that happened it's yesterday. So competitive. What a great uh, series it's yeah, been. Yeah. And uh, this is, uh, well, the announcer, um, sometimes announcers, I think, forget that everyone can hear them. They lose the lead, and the Penguins have just come and come and come. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going for Stefan's record, I think. Can 13 penguins times in one day? Do penguins come? 
Yeah, they have to, right? I mean, well, maybe. here, let's see. Yeah, um, it's they fertilize eggs, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not sure that it's Pretty always sure necessarily like king egg. penguins mating start to finish, then they switch. Okay, well, I don't know why you went to YouTube to look at that. You have to see it. Well, do you? Did you guys yeah. see that video of that penguin who got cucked? Oh yes, that was yeah. crazy. Like and then they got in the match? huge yeah, fight. Yeah, it was so yeah. bloody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were gonna have John Hendren on the show. I thought to I was, talk about. I was that, shocked never that did. like. Oh whoa. They are definitely mating. There's no doubt about that. Well, because the thing with cucking now is that with all like the political shit, it feels like you know what I mean. It's kind of yeah. been like we've been cucked from the word. Like the word "cuck" has been cucked from us. Yes, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Just too bad. Uh, they aren't mating, are they? What were they doing? They now? were before. They had a little connection there. Well, I don't. You no. can definitely see the penguin vagina there. Oh, that was the vagina. Yeah, yeah. So the, okay, so he's got the, the penis then logically. Well, yeah. He just looked down at it. Yeah. It's still See, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they like make a connection. So they kind of just step on each other. I mean, this is. It's hot. I've seen this story before. <laughs> Where you step on your lover first. Well, y- yes. Okay. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. No. I mean, they're going. They're going to town. There's a. It's more nuzzling than anything else. I love the fat baby in the background there. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Okay, so penguins can have sex then. Yeah, they, so, yeah I know they, they can, can have yeah. sex. I just don't know if they actually ejaculate. Well, they must. Well, right? how how else does it happen? Okay. Well, do, you ever, do you ever substitute in science classes? Yeah. Yeah, you sub for biology. Yeah. Is it possible to do this stuff without finishing? I don't know. Well, yes, like cells and stuff. Yeah, like, they don't, uh, they don't yeah. like poop out the cum. I didn't say that. No, I thought that's where you. But maybe going. they a just penguin like, doesn't just like split in but half. I mean, no, and I form a no, no, but I'm, no, I know. But and I'm they definitely they definitely don't poop out the cum either. <laughs> well, I, obviously not. I'm just saying that. I mean, I no. Maybe but you they were, might that, implant like the sperm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like coming really. No, I know. But you were kind of going towards the direction of like, oh well, they obviously they poop out the cum, and I just yeah, want to no. get there and say no, they don't. Oh, you just mean like it doesn't shoot out? Yeah, like they don't really like cum per se. Okay, you know what I mean. Penguins coming. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you didn't search that. I like that you incognito. That's probably important. <laughs> uh, well, the first result is toddler watching penguins. I'm not clicking on that. No, that's probably not a good idea. Uh, that, great oh, clip, I would though. go with, uh, let's go with penguins. Ejaculating. Yeah, ejaculate. that would be the one, right? Penguin. Do ejac- penguins ejaculate? Someone already beat me to it. And. Uh, well, penguins masturbate, apparently. It says, uh, yep, yeah, it says. Uh, Nine and yeah, nine animals that matter. Oh, here we go. There's a 30 second video of a penguin ejaculate. Oh my god. Whoa. Okay, that's very graphic. Oh boy. It's uh, just, it's. I mean, this is this is something else. That's well, these great. aren't emperor penguins. No, right? this the is emperor a, penguins are a bit more graceful. This isn't. These are the, is, the little chubby ones. This right? is raw. Um, I, I'm just yeah. trying to figure out what's these going are on. Common plebe penguins. I have no idea what what's happening. Well, if, that's the if David Attenborough's. That's not, the cloaca, uh, I think, right? Uh, right peng- there. I don't think penguins have a cloaca. <laughs> yeah, it's a bird. It's got to have a cloaca. Um, I mean, maybe. Well, I didn't even see the cum. Yeah, there, no, there was no cum there. It was. But penguins do masturbate. I think, no, you know what it was? It was a. Um, <laughs> it was a cream pie. It was. It was. A cr- it was. You well, could see it. It was a cream pie. But okay. Anyway. <sighs> Um, it says penguins only orgasm once a year. Jeez. Join so. the club, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know that's not true, but... Well, that w- that's with other penguins. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I oh, see. Okay, gotcha. okay, yeah. okay. 
Uh, well, we do have a second clip. We do, yeah. This is our actual clip of the week yeah. from regular clip of the week contributor. Yeah, a man who has formerly been a significant villain on, of this show. I believe he made our inaugural enemies list, uh, if I'm yes, not mistaken. Did. Yes, he did. Yep. Uh, but I really, I can't, I can't, uh, uh, I can't fault him for anything that he says in this clip. No, and like it's it's a it's almost like a classic Justin rant. Yeah. I'd say like I feel as though you're you're kind of looking at him. You you saw you were watching him rant and you were like I feel I respect you. I feel shamed that I do not have this fire in me. Anymore. I mean, this is a hell of a rant. Maybe something will happen to me this summer. Uh, sports-wise. It's that possible. Will, that will, uh, like, may- maybe they'll re-sign Eric Goodbranson to, like, a seven-year deal or That's something That's definitely like that. going to happen. Uh, <laughs> but in the meantime, here's former enemy of the show, current possible anti-hero of the show. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like a Breaking Bad character. Yeah, it's, or it's like Walter Snake White. Plissken. Yeah. He's the Snake Plissken of sports commentary, yeah. Stephen A. Smith. Now let me get to Phil Jackson. He is an absolute disgrace. He needs to get the hell out of New York City. Big time, quick, fast, and in a hurry. And I am an advocate of what I was years ago, right before Phil Jackson was hired. I think people need to protest outside the streets of Madison Square Garden until this man is gone. He does not care. I believe he's trying to get himself fired. I believe the only reason why Phil Jackson is still in New York is because he wants the $24 million left that he's owed. And by quitting, he can't get the money. But if he were to get fired, he'd get to keep the money. Somehow, someway, the billionaire that is James Dolan, who can write this off on his taxes yesterday, needs to find a way to get Phil Jackson the hell out of town. I'm so damn disgusted that this damn Phil Jackson is still in New York City. I don't even know what to do with myself, Max Kellerman. I don't even understand how you, the ultimate cool, I'm going to start calling you instead of Max. I'm going to call you the Matrix because I don't understand how you can be so damn cool claiming to be a New Yorker, claiming to be a Knicks fan, how you can sit here and be so cool in elocuting and articulating words about Phil Jackson without the resident level of disgust that I am feeling. I don't know what I would do to Phil Jackson if he showed this face. This man is a disgrace because he's seven sabotaging the Knicks. He's throwing everything away. You see the coaches he's hired and nobody says anything. Oh, the players, the players, the players, the contract for Joakim Noah and Derek Derek Rose trade and Melo. What about the damn coaches for crying out loud? He still got Kurt Rambis on there, who I like, but is hated by all the coaches, by all the players. They can't stand the man, okay? And still he's there. This is a disgrace and somebody needs to do something about Phil Jackson. Now, get him the hell out of New York. Um, the best part after that is, is the, the other uh, pundit kind of starts to. He's just like stunned. Max Kellerman, like, yeah. Then he's like, he's uh, like uh, well, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson's uh, not the problem. Know, it's, uh, it's a James Dolan. It's not <laughs> Phil Jackson, and uh, you're also crazy. And <laughs> I like that he he started with Phil Jackson is a disgrace, but didn't really get mad until like a full sixty seconds after that. I feel like I had that fire in me at one point. Oh, yeah. I could get it back. Don't you think I could get it back? Oh, I think you could get it back. Uh, I can hear you say, the damn Jim Benning. Yeah, the, the damn Jim Benning. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to do. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, they should be protesting outside <laughs> Rogers yeah, Arena. Yeah, exactly. That, that was like a golden idea to me. To me, that is the big takeaway from the clip. I want Occupy Rogers Arena. <laughs> we just set up camp on the fucking concourse outside the arena, and we have tents, and we have signs. And hell no, we won't go until Jim is shown. Honestly, the door. that would work. 
Uh, probably. There were like 50 people chanted fire Mike Gillis and three people protested Mike Gillis outside Rogers Arena and got fired the next day. But the thing is that people don't care enough in yeah. Vancouver. No one's Right now, no, yeah. Stefan, are you willing to come with me and start a tent city outside Rogers Arena? I got time. I mean, I could, yeah, I'll give it a try. I mean, I, so you're willing... If there's Wi-Fi there, I can do work. I can, I, I mean, I work from home, right? True. So, yeah. so we'll bring a generator also to power your laptop. Yeah. And uh, well, I'll I'll write from out there and yeah. yeah, we can record out there. You know. So you'll live in a tent with me for as long as well. It no, takes I'll to... have my own tent. Okay. Like that's not okay. You want a separate tent? There's, yes. I mean, I think it would look good for the cameras too if there were as many tents. Exactly. As right. Yeah. So if we had two to start with, just you and me. Yeah. And then, then well, we maybe have like... three. Then you have like a living room tent. Yeah. 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 That's a, where the, we a keep ba- the generator. A, ba- a bathroom yeah, exactly. tent. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then. And then we'll just stay there. Yeah. Until, until they fire him. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I like that plan. And I think uh, there's probably listeners out there who'd be willing to join. Uh, there's probably listeners out there who already live in tents. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's a great, I mean, for sure. That's a great uh, observation. Yeah. Yeah. I think John just kind of wants us living in tents. Yeah. I would I love to see, see you two yeah. live in a tent. Absolutely. <laughs> to be homeless outside of Rogers Arena for like. You know, two, two years. It's like everything I hate. I hate the Canucks and the idea of camping. That's <laughs> well, not really so camping. It's like a great. It's like we'd a be great like under a bridge, right? Yeah, would you come out? Would you visit our tent city? I mean, I would come say hi. I mean, I guess we'd have to record out there. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, I would come. I guess for that, <laughs> I would come and come and come again. <laughs> 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 we got some good questions this week. Yes, uh, let's uh, let's get into let's get into that before I start talking about coming more. Segway from our tent city to the top three questions of the week. Hey yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Anything good in the mailbag this week? Uh, not really. Uh, the first question is... <laughs> I uh, like your honesty. Yeah, the first question is from uh, Camber Weiss at Camber in a Jar, and he asks, for 100 points, which professional athlete... And this is actually a great tie-in. I should have segued into this question. I should have been like, speaking of penguins coming, which professional athlete do you think ejaculated the most volume of semen during their playing career? This is I'm sensing a theme on this week's show. Yeah, it's a real dick-heavy episode. Yeah, I mean, you came earlier during the Leafs game. Well, so. I mean, I didn't want to talk about that on the show. Yeah, and you thought penguins came out their ass. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. That was me, all right. <laughs> That's me subbing biology class. Well, it's well known the <laughs> penguin ejaculates out of their erectum. That's probably the number one topic for most of the classes that you sub for. I yeah, imagine. it's mostly just it's mostly just about uh, uh, which animals ejaculate and how they do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you you take questions from the Oh, yeah, lots kids. of questions. But just to confirm about the penguins. Yeah, lots of questions. They they don't come out of their butts. No, oh, okay. Well, do you, you, you ever get asked sex questions in your classes? Well, yeah, because we're I, treading a thin line here. Yeah, like non-sex ed classes. Oh, non-sex ed, no. Well, I have taught sex ed. Well, though. I just think like you're the cool teacher. Oh, yeah, so but like, I mean, you're that's, like approachable to ask about uh, problems. I don't really think so, because like, uh, well, he thinks penguins come out their ass, man. <laughs> I mean, this is yeah. That's what I. That's what they they want to ask me sex questions. Then they hear my biology lesson. They're like, Mister Cullen's a virgin. We're I not. Just, I just not feel like well, either. you haven't fucked any penguins. No, that's definitely true. I just feel like you know, if I had a lady 
trouble problem that I wanted to talk to someone about. My normal teacher would be too square to uh I mean to speak to. But Mr. Cullen, he's fucking cool. I as mean hell. I'm, I mean I'm cool and like I think the kids can probably tell that I have sex, you know. Like yeah. they're probably like, oh yeah, Mr. That you've Cullen's. had it before. Yeah, he's like doing some stuff yeah. out there. But like, I don't know. Uh <laughs> I just don't know that you'd ask your teacher. I think that'd be pretty weird. But, so wait, so, what, what's the question that Tamara asked? So uh, is it about that? Any of the things we just talked about for no, an hour? No, no, okay. No, that was just Justin there's a, there's wanting another... to know if teens ask me about sex. Oh right, okay. <laughs> and do so, they? What, what do we settle on? No, they don't. Okay, and the, peng- the penguin thing is a great area. Sometimes they they'll ask me about their relationships, though. Yeah, but like, not. What do, I, what do I do about my lady? Mr. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like, never. Yeah, no, never. Like specific sex questions. I don't think they're really. I don't think. But they do ask you for relationship help sometimes so you're like the dr drew of substitute teachers yeah, exactly i prefer <laughs> to think of myself more like the dr phil oh, okay <laughs> oh i'm just joking those are both detestable people <laughs> i just thought like you're the you're the love line basically yeah ex- uh, yeah exactly teachers. it's like that episode of saved by the bell <laughs> where they uh, call lisa for love advice that's me I, i'm the love line at school i set up a 1-900 number and then they call me <laughs> cullen cullen's love shack well, Dr. Phil, you can uh, yeah. you can cash me and Justin outside when we're protesting <laughs> Jim Benning. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Okay, let's just do this yeah, question. What was the question Jeez. again? We didn't even ask it yet. I did ask it. Oh, I did asked, you? Yes. Yeah. Which professional athlete do you think ejaculated the most volume it's of Magic Johnson. During their playing career. I mean, that seems to be correct. Yeah. But we he was did known also for all the sex parties and yeah, true. But there are also athletes who have just ejaculated in a lot of different women and have many lots kids. of kids. Yeah, like Sean, Travis, Sean Kemp, Travis Henry. Uh, in terms of hockey, um, I mean Sean Avery probably right. I'm gonna go Bobby Orr because they they told a gr- they were telling some great stories in Bobby Orr's book about how uh, he had no issue picking up ladies they especially like if he's on the ir like he's got extra time apparently they used to play a game called spin the bobby where they would line girls up against the wall and spin bobby around and then whichever one he pointed (laughs) at he would sleep with wow that's actually in his book oh no you know who it is actually it's will chamberlain yeah, Will Chamberlain. It's Will Chamberlain for definitely, sure. Definitely, yeah. He was like the Led Zeppelin. Uh, he was probably... It's, he was, it's he was Will like, Chamberlain. He was like getting gummers like mid-game. <laughs> mid, mid game. <laughs> I haven't said gummers in forever. Will Chamberlain just, says For some that reason, like just popped back in my mind. I, I get, And it was... That's so good, you know? He said that he slept with 20,000 different women. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not possible. No, no. Uh, Mental no. Floss did the math. Uh... Will started at the age of 15, apparently. From up to age 55, when the book was published, he would have had 40 years to sleep with 20,000 women, 500 women a year, 1.4 women a day. So I Mental Floss worked it out. He could do it. It's Will Chamberlain. Yeah, I mean, he's got 100 points in a game, right? It would have to be, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not possible. But Will Chamberlain, though, That's my yeah. choice. Sure. Yeah. I think he seems like a very stats-driven individual. I bet he kept very meticulous records. I mean, it's possible. Uh, okay, 200-point question. This got off the rails real fast. We just had a nice interview with John, just (laughs) chatted about the Leafs and Phil Kessel, and now here we are. (laughs) Well, here comes the good girl, Grania with a question that's just a nice question. Save us from dicks in our homeless death camp. Exactly. This is a nice, quick, straightforward question. She says, name one thing that Jake Vertanen is legitimately better at than Willie Nylander, and it has to be positive. Uh... I, I said this on Twitter, but he's better for like jokes and like comedy fodder. Okay, that's positive for us, Justin. Uh, like he can probably crush like uh, like the 
appetizer menu at Cactus Club probably better than William Nylander can. I mean, I don't even know that they have Cactus Club in Toronto, do they? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 They got like Earl's. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Bishnu also replied in that thread saying uh, he is legitimately a better, like, north-south skater just at full speed, which shows how useless that can be. Right. Um, but he's probably doing like the tuna stack and like some edamame, calamari, mini burgers. Definitely mini burgers. Yeah. Definitely mini burgers. Um, I Crispy bet dry ribs. A couple pines too. for sure. I, some, bet, uh, uh, I bet Jake Vertanen comes harder <laughs> than Willie Nylander. Just like velocity. Yeah, just in terms of like speed. Yeah, speed yeah, yeah. of come. Speed come. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You had to talk about come, I guess. Yeah, no, that's just a little joke, a little, 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 little reference. It's the yeah. runner this week. A little week. throwback <laughs> reference. And the number one question of the week comes from... Uh, comes at, from? Yeah, comes from at Smith Pelly. Uh, her name is Sam. And uh, th- she asks, how often do male athletes get boners over their own achievements in sports? So I thought it was just great that one of our, like, 16 female listeners asked this question and she also sent a photo of Nick Felino having just scored a hat trick and said this photo is the reference photo because he he's like holding three pucks and looks very pleased he's at least at half mast oh easily easily I mean I I think part of it would be like thinking about so you'd be thinking about your sports achievements and being like wow like this achievement is going to get me laid so indirectly, you'd be thinking about that. Right, about sex. Just yeah. like, yeah, 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 that's true for sure. Uh, so, I mean, I, it depends on, on how many, you know, where, where you're playing, what sport are you playing? Because, uh, like, obviously, you know, if you're like an offensive lineman, you know, you're not going to be, oh, that was like a great block. You know, the, right, the ladies yeah, are going to yeah. love that. Yeah, no, they're you know? not. Yeah. But if you're, you know, a small forward in the NBA and you throw down like a huge dunk, you yeah. hit a home run, you know, you score a goal. I don't know. I think if you're an offensive lineman, the very fact that you're in the NFL is an achievement enough. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, that... And you're, so you're probably getting a boner about that. Yeah. Probably. Just think, yeah, no, that, that well, makes sense, too. I've never even come close to being a pro athlete, and I get boners over my own sports achievements all the time. <laughs> I get boners over my video game yeah, achievements. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, uh, cur- I have to imagine it's a lot for pro I athletes. mean, I guess curling-wise, you know, I've definitely gotten a few, uh, a few, a few bone skis uh, from curling Because you're hurrying hard. Absolutely. Not just with my broom. I mean, I mean, with your with a broom of some kind. <laughs> yes, exactly. Carbon fiber, baby. <laughs> That's right. My dick is carbon. <laughs> so some great, great questions. This, this is probably the worst episode. We've ever done. <laughs> are the are the parents still listening to this? Uh, they're not anymore. We have uh, we're we have something else to announce. Well, we are no longer <laughs> the sponsor. We're, we're one and one. Yeah. Uh, they did lose a game. Yeah, they're one and one. They lost a game four to three, but then they rebounded with an eight to five. But win. better to get your losses out of the way now. Yeah, you know. Help. Well, and we started the year five help, and zero. Oh, we yeah. come together. We as won a the team. open tournament. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I think that uh, yeah, I mean, definitely a little bit of a penis heavy episode this week, but not from our own. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a girl. I think every athlete, writing in every athlete gets boners about all of the things they do probably. yeah i mean i think just men in general we're just dumb and we just get bones yeah, you just know? get you boners in class when yeah, i was sometimes in well, it just yeah, happens randomly yeah, yeah. Not... well not anymore yeah. but yeah no i don't i don't get the random <laughs> no, i'm anymore. way too old for yeah. that shit <laughs> I, re- I remember well, when i realized no, like, that when i realized like oh i don't get random boners yeah, no, anymore it but like a 19 year old nhl rookie he's probably still getting random boners oh yeah for sure like during the game absolutely just a little jock bone yeah definitely 
Great, great there. questions, though. Absolutely. Really, yeah. really great really questions. Really good. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. We have so. the best listeners. <laughs> we have great listeners. And uh, we go from there to everyone's favorite segment, because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? I like this story uh, that came out of Montreal. And uh, the title is uh, Bizarre Donald Trump Instagram Post Leads to Montreal Impact Players Suspension. The Montreal Impact already have limped to a winless start in 2017 that now they're dealing with things away from the field. The Impact suspended Wandry Lefebvre on Wednesday, a day after the defender posted a picture of himself holding a gun with a caption referencing U.S. President Donald Trump on social media. Uh, Lefebvre's Instagram post on Tuesday since taken down showed a picture of himself holding a gun with another gun on a table. <laughs> and the caption read... <laughs> The, the double gun. Yeah, the caption. And it does. There is, he's holding a handgun, and then there's like a rifle on the table. <laughs> it's a big handgun, It's too. a big handgun and a big gun on the table. And uh, he wrote, uh, since Donald is in power, prevention is better than a cure. Uh, the picture's caption read in French, followed by a winking emoji. Lefebvre, 27, is in his fifth season with the Impact. The Chartres France native, a product of the team's academy, became a Canadian citizen in 2015. He's played three times for Canada. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, Wandry suspended for <laughs> saying he wanted to kill Donald Trump. I mean, haven't we all been there? Well, I mean, I've... No. No. I haven't specifically said that. I mean, I don't own a gun. And, uh, Multiple guns. Yeah, I mean, I definitely. I, the only it's gun, gun gunception going. The on. only gun I own is, you know what, carbon fiber. Baby. Yeah, um, doesn't doesn't randomly go off anymore. My definitely does. My one good thing. The safety is permanently engaged. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of Donald Trump, I found out that Tiffany Trump's boyfriend, uh, his name. Can you guess what his name is? Uh, Glendon Burns. <laughs> That's the name. Okay, no. Uh, his name is Ross Mechanic. <laughs> okay. okay awesome. It's just Ross Mechanic. And, that. and he's real. It's not like, she, you know, Donald was like, Tiffany, do you have a boyfriend? And she's like looking around the room. And there's like a Mr. Lube commercial <laughs> on. Uh, Ross Mechanic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she just hired some guy. Yeah, no, he's friends, a real guy, apparently. Friends was on the picture in picture. <laughs> yeah. So his name is... Uh, Ross Mechanic. <laughs> his name is Ross Mechanic. Uh, and I, I like that. That's yeah. your one good thing? Yeah. Excellent. One good thing is not him himself, but he's... Yeah. I wonder if he's on Facebook. Is, I'll see if I can find him here. Go ahead, Justin. Uh, I'm going to recommend an album, which I feel like I mentioned when we were talking about our favorite things that came out last year on the year-end episode. 
but I don't think I've ever fully recommended <laughs> on the show before. Uh, one of my favorite records of last year, by far, easily. Uh, the new one from Winter Sleep, those beautiful boys out of Nova Scotia. It's called The Great Detachment, and uh, I happen to think it's pretty fucking good. It's a good album there. Front to back, very, very solid. Uh, if you only know them from their radio singles, they're like a lot more of a prog band than you might expect from like some of the stuff that's more radio friendly. But uh, I happen to think that it is very, very fine stuff, and we'll probably hear a tune from that to take us out of this episode. Beautiful. Yeah. Also, I was in a, I shot a pilot for a sketch comedy show this past weekend, and that was very, very fun. Yeah. So. Look, I mean, you showed us. I saw the picture. From yeah. That, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a great time. So yeah. thank you to uh, David Green for having me out to do that. And uh, hopefully it gets picked up and I get to do it again. We'll see. Cool, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a great week. What did you What did you play? Guy who lives in a tent? Uh, no, I was uh, a host of a game show. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. Because I have, I have TV. I was in a uh, commercial in I have September. TV host training. And it finally aired, and I do not get the residual money because I'm in the commercial, but I'm facing away from the camera. Oh, they fucked you. Yes. Well, I told him if it gets picked up to series that if he ever needs like a news anchor or another game show host, like most sketches are game show related, I find, from yeah. watching SNL anyways. Absolutely. They seem stuck on that track. I'm sure there will be more roles for me in the future. Absolutely. Hopefully. Fingers crossed anyways. And with that, as we continue to watch hockey in the background, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate continues to be no one as we record live in the RGS studios here in Olympic Village. Our uh, producer is Jessica Sands. Jessica was here earlier to wish you a happy birthday, Stefan. Thank you. She brought a treats of pizza from Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. That's correct. You got it. Uh, and I guess we can wish you a happy birthday right now. Good. People I mean, belatedly on Twitter can wish you a happy birthday. I feel birthday, disappointed yeah. that John Taffer never wished you. Well, a happy I didn't. Birthday. You know, I didn't put as much. I I tweeted out one thing. I, I feel as though if I had gone three or four more tweets, but it would have happened. But I, I just didn't tagged put the him in. multiple times. Oh, I know, and I appreciate it. And just it. like yeah. you, he also follows me. Yeah. On Twitter, he does. That's right. So he would have been notified that I tagged him in those yeah. tweets. He Absolutely. followed me, and then I blocked his ass. I pulled a uh, Ron. A Perl- I pulled a Ron Perlman yeah. on him because <laughs> he asked you about the podcast. No, he didn't ask me anything. He just <laughs> followed me, and I was like, "Fuck enough you, Taff Dog!" And I blocked his That's fucking. That's a power ass. move. Him and Steve Dangle. I blocked the two of those <laughs> fucking <laughs> units. Uh, but happy birthday, Stefan. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you, Jessica, for setting up that interview. I was going to say, uh, coming to television soon, Dangle Rescue. <laughs> it's a show where they just, it's a reality show and the winner gets a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dangle. I hope Steve Dangle got a vasectomy because he should probably not reproduce. <laughs> If you like the show, and you should can, also be punched. You can support it at <laughs> patreon.com slash real good show. You can find us online, of course, at twitter.com slash real good show. Our Facebook group is a ton of fun as well. It very much helps us if you rate and review the program on iTunes. We always appreciate it when people do that. Gives us a boost in their algorithms and power rankings and all that good stuff. And until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Come. Carbon fiber. Okay. Well, you paused. Yeah, I totally blanked on whatever. You knew I was you were gonna. Say. Okay. I, I was gonna, gonna say dicks if I sure, if I ever partook. real good come, come, come. Seem to have a theme. Come a lot. Yeah. Real yeah. good come.
Oh, okay. Should we do the mailbag now? Come. I mean, we're record. Does it matter that we're? Did I just pull Coo. back the curtain too far? That Coo. we do two episodes in a row. I think people know that. Shut your fucking mouth. Coom. Coom. Giving away the game. Real. Shit. That's probably how they say it in Sweden. Real good. Coom. 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 Well, that's English, though, right? Coom. While we're revealing Yeah, things. it's English, but like in Swedish accent. Coom. It's not even your birthday. You just did it for the attention. No, it is my birthday. Okay, come on. <laughs> come. Come in. Ejaculation. have just come and come and come. They've kept coming. <laughs>